Well, happy Mother's Day once again to all you moms out there. We are so delighted that you are here in person or joining with us online, that you uh, made it a part of your Mother's Day to, to share that with us. We love you, uh, and, and, and we mean that. Like, we think you're the best, uh, sincerely. I've actually, uh, I have a two-year-old. Uh, two-year-olds are great because you can kind of train them to do anything you want. Uh, so I train mine that when I, I just ask her, who's the best? She just says, mommy's the best. Uh, yeah, she went just from saying mommy. Now she gets like the full sentence, mommy's the best. I even did it out in the lobby so that I could have a few witnesses to like, like prove that this is true. Uh, but I, I've trained her to say that because I believe that moms, you guys are super special. I, actually, can we just get a, a round of applause for all the moms in the room and that are streaming? Uh, you guys, uh, you really are the best because moms, you care for us in a very unique way. Uh, like you care for us in a way that nobody else cares for us. And, and I don't mean just provide for us. Yes, you provide for us. You put food on the table and you uh, nurse us when we're sick and you comfort us when we're grieving. You provide stuff for us, but you, you go so much beyond that. You actually just care for us and you care about us. Like, like you're more concerned about us than you are of yourselves, which is kind of a, a weird thing. And I'm not, look, I'm not saying that like dads can't love their kids in a similar way or that never happens, but, but let's face it. In general, the way that moms care for their kids is, is extra special compared to dads, right? And uh, it's enough of a generalization that, like, even the internet kind of picks up on the difference between moms and dads. Because, of course, you know, when you get your kid in the car, this is mom's way of packing them into the car. And dad's like, you're, you're ready to drive. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, you go to the park and, you know, mom goes down the slide with the kid, covers. Dad throws the kid down and comes down. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, yes, moms and dads both care, but it's something special about moms like you know some of you might have saw my daughter has a cast on she broke her wrist uh, guess who's watch that happened on not moms, right? There, there, there's a little bit of a difference. And even the kids, even the kids get this, of course. So, you know, kids come to mom, I'm hungry, I'm cold, I'm hot, can I have blah, 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 blah. Kids come to dad, where's mom? Because <laughs> they know that moms are going to be able to care for them in an extra special way. I love this one. Babies say, I can't self-soothe. Toddlers say, I can't self-regulate. Moms just say, I can't self. Uh, and there's something so true about that. You moms, you, you get selflessness. You are so selfless, and uh, especially in your relationship with your kids. It's something that very often just kind of flows naturally. And I, I know, forgive me again, I'm you know, generalizing here. I know there's exceptions to all of this, but there's, there's in this general sense, moms, you have this innate capacity to selflessly care for your kids. And it's this capacity that the Apostle Paul actually taps into and uses as an, an analogy for the way that he relates to the church in, in Thessalonians. And uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, he says, just as a nursing mom cares for her children, all right? So he's saying, in, in the same way that you moms, you, you can't self, right? You can't self with your kids. In the same way that you, are, uh, you react to your kids that way, he says, so we, this is Paul and his missionary team, we cared for you because we loved you so much. And he says, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. I love this short little verse here because we get not only a, a uh, definition of what true caring is, but we also see who can and how we can care, all right? And I love this little definition that he gives us, that true caring is mind-sharing, all right? True caring is mind-sharing. Look what he says here. 
All right. He says, uh, not only were we uh, delighted to share with you the gospel of God, which, of course, I, I just want to pause there real quick. All right. If we're not sharing the gospel with the people in our lives, if we know the gospel, if we believe the gospel, and we're not sharing the gospel with them, then we're not caring for them. All right? We might still care about them, but we're not caring for them if we're not speaking the truth of the gospel into their lives. But then he goes on and he says, not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. And that word lives there, in, in the original Greek language, it was this word psyche, uh, and it's actually where we get our English word psyche from. All right? When he's talking about our lives, he's not just talking about the moments of his life, he's talking about his inner self, like his, his emotional capacity, his mental capacity, his psychological capacity, like the internal self, everything that kind of happens in the mind, he's sharing with them. Like if, if I was a neuroscientist, I would be able to, to point out on the brain, uh, like the different parts of the brain where like this is your emotional center and this is your desires and this is your will and uh, all of that stuff. I'm not, uh, but it all happens somewhere here in the mind. And what Paul is saying in his mind, in his psyche, that he has decided to share a piece of that with the Thessalonians. That this is what caring looks like. He actually shares a piece of his mind with the Thessalonians. Now, I am often tempted to share a piece of my mind with people. <laughs> but this is different, all right? When Paul shares a piece of his mind, it's not that he is sharing what's on his mind, like the thoughts and opinions that are on his mind with the Thessalonians. Instead, what he's saying is, I'm going to take a piece of the, the emotional and the mental and the, the desire, all the stuff that would usually be used for my interest. I'm going to take a piece of that. I'm going to carve it out. I'm going I'm to devote it to you. You get this piece of my mind now that you actually get to share in, in my mind. And, and instead of just kind of using all of these resources for me, you get some now. He's sharing a piece of his mind with the Thessalonians such that they have, they have real estate in his mind. You get that? And we actually see how it plays out in his relationship. If you go back to the first chapter, there's this greeting that uh, the Apostle Paul, he starts this letter off, and it's actually very similar to a lot of the other greetings and different letters that he writes, but look at what he says. This is how he relates to them. He says, we thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, your endurance, your inspired by hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, right? There's this, this continually mention, mentioning them in his prayers. Because Paul, when he prays, the, the mind that is devoted to prayer, it's not all devoted to himself. There's a piece of it that now belongs to the Thessalonians. And so in his prayers, he continually mentions them because they have a piece of his mind. And he remembers them, and he remembers what they're like, and he remembers the, what they're doing because he's thinking about them. I think we'd, we'd probably call this just being thoughtful. And, of course, moms, you know what it is to be thoughtful because you're thinking about your kids all the time. It's something that kind of comes naturally to you. And that, that particular relationship between moms and kids, and Paul is saying that this is how he relates to the Thessalonians, that truly caring for somebody is mind-sharing, that we actually allow other people to have a, a piece of our minds, that we're not just using our emotional and mental and psychological resources to think about me and my interests and my needs and my desires and all of that, but actually saying, I'm going to give a piece to you, and I'm going to give a piece to you, and I'm going to give a piece to you, and I'm going to give a piece to you, so that my mental energy is actually divided 
But I'm no longer just living for myself. I'm living for other people. The second thing I love about this short little verse is that we see that everyone can care for anyone, right? So he, he alludes to the fact that this is something that is natural between uh, a nursing mom and her child, right? He, he kind of pulls that analogy as a nursing mother cares for her children. But he says we cared, right? Him and his missionary team was able to care that way for Thessalonians. So even though this might be something that maybe more naturally happens in the relationship between a mom and a child, this isn't something that's exclusive for the relationship between a mom and a child. That's just where God has kind of wired it into nature for us to get a, a glimpse of it, but it's something that we're all being called to and we all can do with all sorts of people. So if you're a dad, you can actually care for your kids this way too. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I'm learning. <laughs> uh, it's hard. It doesn't come as naturally to me, but we can, we can be thoughtful and using our mental and emotional resources, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And moms, you can do this not just with your kids, but even with, with your husbands. You can actually be as thoughtful toward them and as your kids. And husbands, you can do this with your wives, and you can do it with your boss, and you, know, you can do it with the person right in front of you. And of course, we, we do all this, all right? We do all this not so that we somehow become like moms. We do this because we want to become like Jesus, that this, uh, this attitude, this sort of selflessness, this ability to give a piece of our mind to other people, this isn't just what we would call a maternal instinct. This is actually the mindset of Jesus. Look at what it says in Philippians 2. It says, Do nothing out of selfish amb ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, right? So not using all of this just for your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. He's saying, guys, take this, take these pieces and make sure that you're, you're giving pieces of this out to other people. I'm sorry, that, that could have hurt somebody. It didn't, thank goodness. Uh, see, if I was more thoughtful, uh, I wouldn't have. Uh, but he's saying, don't just use this for yourself. Divide it out. Look also to the interests of others. And why? What does he say? In your relationships with others, with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. He's calling us to this because this is the mind of Christ, right? We might think of it like this is the maternal instinct. No, no, no. This is the mind of Christ that, that God has wired into moms, this relationship with their kids, so that we can have a glimpse of the mind of Christ, so that we can see what Jesus is like, that right now Jesus has given you a piece of his mind, and he's thinking about you. He doesn't stop. He's continually thinking about it. We're told that he's interceding for you. In the same way that Paul, he didn't just think about them, but he, was, he remembered them in his prayers. He was continually mentioning them in his prayers. That kind of spiritual energy that also was coming from his mind, he devoted some of that in prayer to the Thessalonians. He wasn't just praying about his own needs. He was praying uh, about the Thessalonians. Jesus is interceding for you right now. He's given you, he's given me, me, of all people, a piece of his mind. And he's calling us to do the same, to have that same mindset where we say, this here isn't just going to be used for me. I'm going to give pieces out. I'm going to let other people have real estate in my mind. I'm going to be thinking about them. And when they, they come to mind, all right, when they come to mind, I'm going to hold on to that. And here's, here's the challenge I want to give you. Simple, simple practice. And uh, it's something that I'm practicing myself, and it's not going to happen all at once. But here's, here's the thing. I want to make the decision that nobody passes through without getting a piece. 
that nobody passes through my mind without getting even just a small sliver, right? People pass through your mind all the time. They just kind of, for whatever reason, they pass through your mind, right? It, you know, the, the person in front of you at some point in the last, you know, 10 minutes, that person has passed through your mind because they're right in front of you, right? And instead of just letting them pass through to say, no, 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 you, you get a piece. So if they pass through their mind, just to hold them there, even if it's just for a second to say, God, thank you for them, bless them. Just practicing that. Like, you could do it for the person right now in front of you, right? You might not even know them, but you could, they're on your mind. They pass through your mind, especially because I'm talking about it, right? They pass through your mind and say, all right, they're not going to just pass through. They're going to get a piece, all right? So they're, they're there in my mind. All right, God, thank you for them. Bless them, right? And it's not something super intrusive that you have to, like, stop all of life. You, you are probably able to do it right now, just that simply, right? But, of course, there's going to be other times where somebody's going to pass through and we're going to want to give them a piece and we're going to realize, oh, wait, I need to give them a bigger piece, this is somebody who needs a bigger piece of my mind. We actually want to stop. We want to interrupt our lives and carve out a little more time to say, I want to think about them and their needs and their interests and their desires, and I'm going to, li- and I'm going to intercede for them in prayer. I'm going to thank God for them. I'm going to intercede. I'm going to bring their requests. And instead of just being consumed with my little thing, I'm going to be thinking about them, praying for them. And guess what? We're going to do that right now. All right, so I'm going to interrupt the rest of this message, uh, and instead of me continuing talking, we're going, to, we're going to take time. We're going to carve out time to intercede for people that might just pass through our minds today. People that, you know, chances are they're going to pass through your minds, but instead of just letting them pass through, we're going to, we're going to pause, we're going to hold on, we're going to give them a piece of our minds, a piece of our mental and emotional and spiritual energy to think about them and pray for them. And so I'm going to invite Anna out. Uh, I have a couple more people who are going to come out and uh, move the TV here uh, as well. But I'm going to invite Anna out, and Anna is going to lead us in uh, in prayer as we take some time to intercede for moms. I imagine that on a day like today, moms are going to pass through your mind. And maybe it's going to be your mom, maybe it's going to be your spouse, maybe it's a child of yours who is a mom, uh, or maybe it's a mom that you, you just know. But moms are on, on the brain today. And so if they're passing through, let's just pause and say, all right, let's pray for them. Let's give them a piece of our mind today. And so I've asked Anna to come out because Anna is a mom. Uh, which means Anna knows how to pray for moms. Uh, she knows what you guys need, and she will be able to intercede, with, intercede on your behalf in ways that I never could. And so what I, I want to encourage you to do is Anna prays to join with her and try to, to do the best you can to give a piece of your mind, right, the fullness of your attention to the moms in the room, the moms that are on your mind right now, to think about them and lift up these prayers on their behalf. Welcome to all the moms that are here today and watching online. So if you're sitting next to your mom or your wife, if you could just hold their hands or put your arms around them for this prayer. Almighty God, Abba Father, wonderful counselor, we lift up all the beautiful moms in prayer to you at this time. We pray that you will provide protection for all the moms and give them the energy they need to fulfill the many hats that they wear. Empower them, Lord, when they feel physically exhausted and mentally drained. Give them strength in times of weakness and healing in times of physical, emotional, and mental suffering. We pray that you will give them rest when they are tired and weary. 
May they remember to put on the full armor of God each and every day, because some days it does feel like a battle. That with this armor, they are able to stand firm with the power and truth of your word and of the Holy Spirit. May you give them guidance and wisdom, Lord, to be the godly woman you want them to be. Guard their hearts and minds and keep them focused on your will. Walk with them on this journey of being a mom and give them the wisdom to instruct their children according to your word. That your desires and ambitions will be the desires and ambitions for their children. We pray that all the moms will find joy and delight in everything that they do, no matter how small, big, or mundane the tasks are, that all the work they do does not go unnoticed with you, Lord. We pray that you will help them interact with their children with gentleness, patience, understanding, and grace. Bless the time they have with their children, Lord. May their conversations be fruitful. Guide all the moms, Lord, to nurture and maintain the special bond and trust they have with their children. Help them to build their house with your love and for their house to have faith, hope, and trust in you always. We pray for peace and calmness in this state of uncertainty, anxiety, and fear that we are in. Give them the courage to never give up despite the struggles. Embrace them, Lord, when they are so overwhelmed by emotions that they burst out in tears and frustration. When they feel isolated and exhausted, remind them that they are never alone. That you are right beside them, wiping their tears, cheering for them, fighting with them, and for them when they don't have the strength to. May you surround them, Lord, with family, friends, and sisters in Christ who are there to love them, support them, and encourage them. May they always have a community that they are connected to with strong spiritual bonds. We pray for those moms who feel disconnected with their children or perhaps with their own moms. May you be the bridge that connects those relationships and provide them with the wisdom and understanding they need to restore those relationships. Where forgiveness needs to be given or received, that they will find the courage to make amends. We pray that all the moms are able to have married spirits in this Martha world. May they not lose sight of the importance of dwelling in your presence and reading your word daily. To remember the need to just sit at your feet and lie down in green pastures with you so that you may renew their spirits and rejuvenate their souls. Give them the time they need to be restored and refreshed by you. May all the moms feel your love, strength, and embrace each and every day. Amen. To all the moms. Moms of children who are still at home or all grown up. Moms who've outlived a son or daughter. Or moms of babies they never got to hold. Moms who've raised kids all on their own, or became a mom to someone who needed one. Moms of children who have wandered from God, or the longing to be moms who are still waiting. God perfectly arranged each of you into the role you have today. His word recognizes you as capable, strong, and praiseworthy. Everything you do makes our lives more beautiful.
Happy Mother's Day. Good morning, church. Happy Mother's Day. Can we give another round of applause for all the mommies out there? Aren't moms awesome? Oh my gosh. Aren't moms awesome? <laughs> I, uh, as I reflect on Mother's Day, I was thinking about one of my favorite memories. And um, I was about maybe five years of age. And uh, we lived in a, uh, a building. It, was, it had a, maybe eight floors. And we were on the fifth floor. And uh, my mom was going out that day. And like most kids, I wanted to go out with mom. And uh, I remember she said, no, hon, you can't go. I got to go do something, whatever it was. And I remember just bawling inside of the apartment. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, I remember, you know, as clear as day, I decided, nah, I'm going with you. But she had left about two, three minutes ahead. So I literally ran out of the apartment, raced down. I don't know who was watching me, probably a dad. <laughs> and uh, I ran down all the stairs and I found her in the middle of the street and she turned around and was shocked but she, she uh, stopped and she gave me a big hug and we went on that day so um, memories are awesome so today uh, I'm charged to talk about the other side of the coin because for some people today Mother's Day it brings heartache uh, it brings pain it's not a celebration for some and, um, you know, for some people, you may have a bad relationship with your mom. Uh, that was me, actually, for a few decades, but that's a story for another day. Um, for some, maybe you're longing to have a child, but that opportunity hasn't come yet. Or maybe you've lost a child, or maybe you've actually lost your own mom. My mom passed away June 4th of last year. So it's been hard today and I didn't know actually how it would feel today, but it's, it's a mixture. And uh, when you don't have your mom, it's, it's, a, it's almost like cutting out a piece of your heart that you never get back. It's always empty. Uh, but I celebrate the memories. And uh, if your mom is here today, uh, and even if she gets on your nerves, I always, I always joke around. I don't know if it's a good joke or not, but I turn to my wife when she has a little spat with her mom. I say, you have a mom. <laughs> so... With that, uh, we're going to share uh, with this other side of the coin with the folks who are suffering today or maybe hurting today or reflecting on that. So if you don't mind bowing your heads and let's pray for them. Father God, we thank you for bringing us here today in celebration of all the awesome and wonderful mothers out there. Uh, we also know that there's another side to it where we're struggling maybe in a relationship with our own mother today. And we know that can be difficult. Uh, we know folks who are suffering from a loss of a child, a loss of their own mother, and those who are trying to have children and all our spiritual mothers out there who take care of us. We lift them up here today, Lord Jesus, and we just, number one, say thank you. Thank you for their gift. Thank you for their love. Thank you for the little things that they do when we're not in their presence and they're not in ours. Uh, we ask that you watch over them, that you strengthen them, that you give them a sense of joy, that you help them with peace, Father God. And for those who are suffering from a loss, we ask that you continually watch over us, that you strengthen us, that you send the Holy Spirit 
help the gospel to be a reminder that it's only temporary and that one day we'll be reunited with our loved ones in Christ. So Father God, we thank you once again for this wonderful opportunity to pray and to intercede in the lives of the amazing women that we get a chance to call mom and mother figures. We pray for them, continue to watch over them, and we ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for sharing, Max. That was so beautiful. I can definitely relate. Uh, Mother's Day has been tough for me as well, so I apologize if I uh, start crying. I haven't been able to spend Mother's Day with my mom in uh, five or six years. She's in Costa Rica, and uh, she always watches online. Hi, Mom. <laughs> and she doesn't speak English, but she loves to watch the service. Um, so I was, uh, as I was preparing for this, I was reading, and Hebrews 5, 14 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith that we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. He empathizes with us. He knows exactly what it is that we need in this moment. the song called no one ever cared for me like Jesus because he knows everything if my life would sing a song if I have a testimony If I have anything at all No one ever cared for me like Jesus His faithful hand has held me all this way And when I'm old and gray All my days are numbered on the earth Let it be My joy is found I found my joy in you, Jesus Let my children tell their children Let this be their memory 
that all my treasure was in heaven and you were everything to me no one ever cared for me like Jesus his faithful hand has held me on church, um, as I was um, continuously thinking about Mother's Day, God is so, so good that um, this is the first Mother's Day where I don't feel completely sad, because as I was thinking about it, I have always focused on my mom not being there for certain events, and oh man, I wish she could see this, and I, I wish she could be here in person here at Beacon, too, and uh, I, that makes me sad, but then I take a look back and he's given me so many people in my life um, that have been mothers to me all throughout that have uh, answered my phone calls, that have picked me up and heard me cry and made me warm meals and really just 
um, spoken the truth of God over my life. And for that, I'm so thankful for. And I think what a beautiful calling it is. Sometimes when we don't have something, when we lack something, that means that we are that answer to somebody else. And uh, I wanted to thank every spiritual mother in this room because you may never know how important it is even just to answer a text from somebody that really needs a mom. So I'm going to invite um, somebody in this church who I've known for a short amount of time, but I know she is a spiritual mother, and that is Anne. And um, she is going to pray for us, and she's going to pray for all the spiritual mothers and encourage us as women to be those to, to those around us. Dear Lord, we are a needy people that you have created with a need for love, a need for care, and a need for guidance. We pray that you would bless the work of the spiritual mothers among us who do the work of your son, Jesus, in their praying, their fasting, and their works of mercy. May the fruit of the Spirit within them influence not only their children, but others to grow in saving faith and trust in Jesus. We thank you for your word, which tells older women and more experienced believers to act in the lives of their younger counterparts in the Lord. Both men and women need you to provide spiritual mothers. We pray that you would raise up spiritual mothers, even from those who have never been physical mothers or thought of themselves as mothers. There are many among us, Lord, who have been lonely, unloved, and felt forgotten. We need models and mentors of relationship building for the next generation. We need those who have a passionate love for your children. We pray that by relying on your Holy Spirit and your word, spiritual mothers would create a nurturing and safe place where younger Christians can grow. May they model and push those in their care in the direction you, our Father, are pulling them. Give them knowledge and wisdom to impart your particular vision for those you entrust to them. May the eternal life-giving of you, our Savior Jesus, be the power and strength of these spiritual mothers. Help them to inspire those in their care to shape words and thoughts guided from your word, our scripture. May their leading bring about new steps of faith. Let the spiritual mothers be there to share and celebrate in the joyous occasions. Let them give encouragement and a resounding yes to confirm the desires God has placed within his different children. Let them be there to lovingly say no for the good of those they influence, correct, and challenge. Above all, may they bring the comfort and love of you, dear Jesus, to our hurting. Through this kind of relationship, we affirm the psalmist's words. As scripture tells us, let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. Amen.
Amen. That was so beautiful. Well, church, would you stand and join us in a final declaration of worship? We're going to be singing The Blessing. And uh, last week, Pastor Jeffrey had told us the power that it is to sing to one another. And if you're comfortable with it, and if you're a bit of a weirdo like I am, if you could turn to somebody that you came with at a part of a song and just sing it to them, straight to them. Let us worship.
David be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family your children and the children and the children. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening and you're coming and you're going and you're weeping and rejoicing he is with you Yes. 
amen. Today we, we praise God for all of you moms in the room today, and even more so, we praise God that he is of a nature and a character that he can dream up something as amazing as motherhood uh, and give us a glimpse into who his, he is. And it's our hope and our prayer that each of you will go out today uh, just building this discipline of giving a piece of your mind to other people thinking about them, interceding for them. Uh, perhaps you're going to think about and intercede for people that nobody else is thinking about and nobody else is praying for, and you're going to be the agent of change in their life. And so we, we hope that is the, the kind of church that we are continuing to become. But we also recognize that some of you today, as we've been talking about this, you have people passing through your mind right now, and you're not, you're not done. You're realizing, all right, I need, to, I need to give them a piece of my mind. And so we want you to know that you're welcome to hang out. You can stay in your seat to, to carve out a little extra time to intercede for people. We also have a, a team of leaders here in the church that are going to be up here to pray alongside of you and intercede with you. If there's people on your, your minds right now that you're saying, I don't want to, I don't want to leave without giving a piece of my mind. I don't want to leave without interceding for them today. They're going to be here to, to come alongside of you. And, and perhaps you're here today and you're saying, I'm the one who needs intercession. And, and of course, our prayer team uh, and these, these church leaders are here to pray for you as well. We love you guys so much and we hope you have uh, a marvelous day. And moms, we love you and hope you have a fantastic Mother's Day. Have a great week.